Listener Production. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Hump Science Explained, a weekly podcast brought to you by Listener and Cosmos. Today you've got me, Emma Perfetto, tuning into just why we're woken up each morning to the sweet sound of birdsong, also known as the Dawn Chorus. So the first thing to explain is that birdsong and bird calls aren't the same thing, at least where scientists are concerned. Songs consist of several notes that are usually learned, whereas calls are a single note that are sometimes learned. Think of a baby bird that has just hatched and is already capable of calling and begging for food. In some species, such as the superb fairy wrens, the begging call is taught by the mother when the baby is still an egg-embedded embryo, as a kind of feed-me password. In other species, the begging call is innate. But to get really good at producing a song, a songbird may need to spend weeks listening to and perhaps months practicing it before it's perfected. Birdsong is also distinct from bird calls because of its melodiousness. It's usually a bit more complex and lasts a little longer than calls. Birdsong is usually for the purpose of mating. For example, males attempting to attract females or marking their territory against competition. One really sweet example of mating song is the Australian magpies because when you see two magpies singing together, it's usually a male and female pair singing a duet. Songbirds, or passerines, make up more than half of all bird species. But why do so many birds make so much noise in the morning? We've all heard birds tweet, twitter, chirp, and sing in the early morning around sunrise, whether they're waking you up with their gorgeous sounds or alerting you to the fact that you accidentally stayed up all night again. I spoke to two experts on bird ecology and birdsong, Professor Sonia Kleindorfer, an organismal systems biologist from Flinders University, and Dr. Dominique Potvin, an evolutionary and behavioral ecologist at the University of the Sunshine Coast, to help me understand why scientists think that the dawn chorus might exist. There's not yet a single verified reason for this raucous ruckus, but scientists have a few different hypotheses that I can tell you about. (laughs) Professor Kleindorfer told me that one way to think about this phenomenon is to ask whether there's a mechanistic explanation for why sunlight might trigger seeing behaviour from birds. For instance, might light trigger hormone production that then increases the motivation to sing? Like humans, birds have an internal biological clock, or circadian rhythm. This is a complex system that includes the retina, the pineal gland, and the hypothalamus in the brain, which converts light signals into electrical signals to stimulate physiological processes. The key messenger in this process is the hormone melatonin, Research in zebra finches has shown that when the pineal gland is removed, circadian rhythms of singing stop, but when administering melatonin, this then restores it. Scientists have also known that different species of birds start their dawn chorus at different times. Research published this year 
looked at five common species of Australian songbird and showed that each species was triggered to commence singing in response to different specific thresholds of light intensity. Interestingly, research has also shown that species with larger eyes start to sing earlier than species with smaller eyes. This is because birds with larger eyes can have larger pupil diameters and therefore have better visual sensitivity to start to sing at lower light intensities. It may not be a surprise then to know that artificial night lighting has been shown to affect the timing of dawn singing. Research in European songbirds has shown that artificial night lighting leads to an earlier dawn song, ranging from an average of 10 minutes earlier for the song thrush to 20 minutes for the robin. Another way to approach it is by asking, what is the adaptive value or benefit of dawn calling for the bird? Sound travels well at dawn. Because of a combination of a few different things, Dr. Potvin says that there aren't a lot of other organisms making sound at this time because animals like frogs and invertebrates, that's animals without a backbone such as insects, are cold-blooded, so they don't have the external energy to make a lot of noise before the sun comes up. There's also more moisture in the air, and sound travels slightly faster through more humid air because it's less dense. Water molecules take up less space than oxygen, nitrogen, or carbon dioxide molecules. A study into silver eyes showed that they're more likely to sing a long dawn chorus if they're really well fed, but if they're hungry, they tend to sing a really short song or none at all because they need to go out and get food as soon as the sun comes up. So the dawn chorus might also be a way to communicate to other birds that you're well-fed and comfortable, signalling fitness to potential mates and competitors. Part of the function of the dawn chorus could also be in establishing territory and reminding other birds that you're still there and haven't been killed in the middle of the night, which is important because apparently birds actually have neighbourhoods. According to Professor Kleindorfer, there's growing evidence of animal communities. Birds have neighbourhoods, especially in Australia, where, by and large, birds are sedentary and don't migrate, and their neighbour is often a different species of bird. Now, each of these species will have their own songs and calls, but it turns out that birds in these neighbourhood clusters actually know each other individually too. Neighbours work together to defend against predators by warning each other through vocalisations. For instance, Superb fairy wrens usually flee immediately to cover after alarm calls of several species of birds. In many species of songbirds, the songs and sometimes the calls of individual birds have a signature component, a syllable or combination of syllables that are unique. This was first shown experimentally in a species of songbird called great tits in 1992. And in 2012, research into carrion crows show that they have a greater response to the songs or calls of jackdaws when they are familiar individuals rather than unfamiliar ones. The thing is, many of these potential explanations could apply both at the same time and to different extents for different bird species. So unfortunately, there isn't just one simple answer to the question of why the dawn chorus exists. Why do different species sound so different to each other? The sounds you can produce depend on the structures you have to make them. We humans have a larynx, whereas birds have a syrinx. It sits a little lower in the trachea, 
and can make use of two sources of air from the lungs. Because birds have an incredible circular breathing method, they can continually sing, almost like playing a didgeridoo. The bigger the syrinx, the lower the bird can sing. Think of a common raven that can weigh up to two kilograms versus the golden-crowned kinglet, which is a songbird that only weighs about 5.5 grams. You can also think of it like the sound a cello versus a violin can make. Bird brains also seem to have an influence on bird song, according to Dr. Potvin. A study from 2020 showed that baby zebra finches that were raised with adult Bengalese finches learned to sing the other species' song. However, over four subsequent generations of teaching the song to their offspring, the researchers found that they would start to drift back towards singing their own species' song without ever having heard it before. This suggests that there might be species-specific sensory preferences. Basically, different species might think different songs sound best. Thanks for listening to me talk about the science behind birdsong and the different hypotheses scientists have about why birds make such a racket early in the morning. We'll be back soon with even more weird and wacky answers to life's questions. But in the meantime, you can head to cosmos.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back again next time for another Huh? Science Explained. Explained.